Hey, real quick before we get into the episode, I do want to share that we now have a Twitter and an Instagram account for Arts and Crafts. So follow at Arts Crafts Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We do some engagement stuff, obviously post when new episodes come out, all that good stuff. But be sure to follow those on Twitter and Instagram at Arts Crafts Pod. Also, check out exarboringcreative.com slash shop. We now have some arts and crafts swag, including coasters, buttons, stickers, uh, some really cool stuff. So be sure to check that out and pick up. I personally love the arts and crafts coaster. Uh, it's wonderful. So be sure to check that out and uh, enjoy the episode. I'm going to work on promoting our strategy for the studio. If we're, if we're going to try this, we might as well do it for real. Might as well try it. So. Yes, we tried. Speaking of trying, all right. Speaking yes. of trying new Speaking things, of trying, we should thank try you for trying minutes. a new thing and listening to Arts and Crafts, the show where we talk about the art and drink craft beer. <laughs> you I got it this time. And one, <laughs> one of your co-hosts, John Cheetah, and with me as always is Reed Doling and Ben Matukowitz. Yep. Do you remember that time you're just like the show where we the dr- where the drink, we the drink the show, the beer of the art. Yeah, God. we drink artisan ales and talk about crap. You know how many times I practiced that too before we, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna intro and I'm actually gonna say what the show is about, and I messed yeah. up what the show. I hadn't even had a beer. Well, this no, this episode should be our anniversary episode. This so. will be. This will be our oh, one year, pretty yeah. much. I cannot believe we pulled. I can't that believe off. we made it a year, <laughs> and we did more than an episode each month. We did. We've done a great After job. After a while, look so. at us go. We spent a long time yeah. talking about having a podcast, mm-hmm. and then when we decided what it was. I think we we only spent really like a month or so being like, yeah, we should do that. Mm-hmm. And then much right. to my surprise, we actually, we actually did, did it. it. Yeah, <laughs> John, it's all because of you. No. Technically, no. I mean, yes. like, yes, this this podcast would not exist without you. And you guys. Because, well, I mean, right. you guys came up with the damn thing. Any arts and crafts or Exarbon Creative podcast would not exist if it weren't for you here. Or if you don't want all that pressure on you. If it weren't for somebody other than Ben and I. Yeah. Because I don't want to produce a podcast. I do remember when you pitched the idea. You're like, okay, I have this really good podcast idea. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy, another podcast. Yeah. And you're like, it's called Arts and Crafts. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> and you're like, it's a show where we drink art. And we know. <laughs> that's probably what I said. <laughs> it's a show about talking about art while we drink craft beer. And I was like, oh, my God. That's the best idea ever. Let's do it. By the way, I'm moving. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's something no one has ever done before. Gosh. <laughs> but it's really cool. We made it a year. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm glad it survived. Yeah. I hope yeah. we have a good episode soon, though. Hope we have a, well, we'll make a good episode this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get about one a year now at, at this rate. No, I think yeah. I think other than like one of them, they've all been great. They've all been, yeah. All been and the, the one what, that that's the, terrible, we didn't even the air. Lost episode, <laughs> the lost yeah. <laughs> that's what and we should go. Episode. This this oh, God. this episode, we just go through all of the yeah, it's the, the recap inside episode. jokes. <laughs> yeah, the recap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a clip it's show. It's the clip episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's like my nightmare. <laughs> you would have <laughs> you'd have to take like a month off just <laughs> to edit <laughs> just that. Just to edit all oh, of my it. Goodness. <laughs> the best of. Best of the our worst, our the shortest worst episode. Of. Yeah, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, <laughs> footage not found. <laughs> Why is this episode only fifteen minutes? Yeah, what's the best of our? <laughs> oh, I thought it was an hour and fifty minutes, but <laughs> it was way off. Well, I wonder. I don't know if there are any new listeners, but if you are a new listener, uh, the way the show works is we enjoy some craft beer, kind of give that a little review, talk about it. And that sort of leads us into our conversation sometimes. It 
doesn't lead us necessarily, but we'll pivot somehow or another into a conversation about the usually arts. Usually really smoothly. It's usually a really smooth, impressive mm-hmm. transition. Yeah, like maybe it'll be a very smooth beer and we'll be like, oh, this is a smooth beer. Speaking of smooth, here's a smooth transition. It yeah. usually is something that <laughs> corny, <it's> yes. <laughs> okay, so... Speaking of corn, Speaking of corn. <laughs> there's wheat in this beer, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what maybe. Beer are we Speaking of beer, Speaking John. Speaking of beer, I have, uh, it's called Nut Hugger. It's a chocolate peanut butter porter from Spilled Grain Brew House in Annandale, Minnesota. This is uh, outside of our normal um, local brew uh, lists, but I was in what's a town called Cocado, and it's like a small town of like 3,000 people. And there's this really good brewery called Spilled Grain about 20 minutes away in Annandale. And I am not really a porter fan, but I took a sip of this and I was like, wow, they are really going to mm. like this. So I got a growler of it. It's been sitting in a fridge for two weeks and we're going to see if it's still any good. But um, so I'm going to try to. Can only hope. have to put this down. Yeah, I'll, I'll use my mic to see Here, if we I'll can be, get a, I'll a be pop. John's microphone too. Oh, gee, fellas. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. We, we got something there. Let's see if this doesn't smell really bad. Spilled grain. It's okay, we're good. It's about to be spilled beer if you pour yeah. it with one hand. Oh. Yeah, okay, I'm going to give this back. Can you explain what a growler is for people who don't know? It's a visual of what's going on here. Oh, gee, fellas, we oh, got a growler okay. here. So, yeah, Ben, go ahead. So John has a growler. I don't know <laughs> if uh, everyone knows what a growler is, but it's a big old... It looks bubbly. Jug That's of good. beer. Uh, I believe it's sixty-four ounces, mm-hmm. uh, or and a half gallon, or if you're, if you, if you will, yeah. I won't. But if you will, and John swears, as he said, that he's refrigerated it and kept it sealed. I think he's maybe been shotgunning it. He drilled a little hole in the bottom. Yeah, but we'll find out. It looks awfully uh, carbonated still. John is spilling everywhere, as is tradition. Ross. Could you bring us a napkin we'll or have to get our a intern. tissue? He, he's literally holding a sack of napkins already. We'll have our intern Ross uh, help us out here. <laughs> I love I love how when Ross is just like randomly in the studio while we're recording, we can ask him for anything. But that's the only time anything goes wrong is, <laughs> is when somebody's here to help us. I thought you were going to say that's the only time he ever helps us. Is oh well, yeah, when we ask. When we ask. What a swell guy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm, I'm diving in. Wait, we gotta clink it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We gotta clink it. Okay, and well, clink I gotta it and smell. It. it smells good. Clink it and sink clink it. Was it was great. It. Oh man, it smells like beer. Oh, it's just as good as I remember. Oh, that man. is probably the best beer I've had out of a growler. Yeah, it's tasty. It's and it's, oof. and I say that because not only because it's. The first Ooh. sip is a good beer, but it was maintained well, I guess. Way to yeah, go, John. Thank you. This, to be fair, I wasn't going to say this if it was bad, but <laughs> it was sitting in my uh, in Taylor's family's garage in Minnesota. Oh, Jesus. So, garage beer. So it's a garage beer. But garage it was also like great. negative six outside. So Yeah, it was, I saw somebody uh, tweet a couple weeks ago that I think they were they're in Omaha or Lincoln that they were like, Using the fridge in the garage to keep things warm because it's so <laughs> cold outside. <laughs> this is a damn smooth yeah. porter. It's only four and a half percent. I think that contributes wow, really? to it a lot. I feel like a lot of porters are pretty high ABV. Uh, oh. I'll just give a quick description of this from Untapped. 
Uh, this chocolate peanut butter porter checks all the boxes for those with a sweet tooth and a beer craving. Rich layers of pure liquid uh, cacao, but oh my, with underlying peanut butter will remind many of favorite candy. Bronze medal winner in 2019 North America Beer Awards. Contains peanut extract. I probably should have uh, mentioned that before. I don't think it was a nut allergy, but I guess we'll find out. As long as there's not bananas in it. Oh. Wait, there, there's no. nuts in this? Nut extract. Reed hates nuts. Are you allergic to peanuts? No. No, he oh, just dislikes it. Just tree nuts. Whew. What is I'm this? just kidding. What is this beer called again? Uh, it's called Nut Hugger by Spilled Grain. A nut Hugger. All right. I'm gonna give it a four point two five. Yeah, I better. I better get my phone out. I don't like porters, and the fact that this has me wanting more of this, and I've only had two sips. Yeah, that's pretty surprising. I've been talking to a couple people about porters and stouts recently, and how my tastes have changed quite a bit since I first tried them. What mm-hmm. two and a half years ago? Um, Good lord! And it's like a complete. 180 almost and how yeah i hated them and now i prefer to drink them to an ipa Whoa. around this time of year yeah. um yeah. not in july I, yeah <laughs> i think an ipa <laughs> party. A, a hazy ipa will always be my favorite though so i just like i think i think this is uh, the reason i don't like porter so much is because it feels like you're chewing it yeah, and mm. I think with this low ABV, yeah. you can have a chocolate and peanut butter mix where you're not just like feeling like crap. Right after three sips, some of those you know heavy I mean? ones, oh, you're like man. they're so decadent. They're yeah, they're so rich and decadent, and it's like too much, and my mm-hmm. mouth gets all tingly from all the sugary sweetness, you know. And it's just it's hard to have a full one, let alone more than one. Yeah, this is smooth and like fairly light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's also yeah. surprising? I haven't had a beer in a month since we last recorded. Oh, yeah? And really? So, yeah. And so I was kind of worried that this would be the first beer oh, I've had yeah. in a month. Oh, it was going to be yeah. like gonna say, insane. We, you and I were at uh, Beercade. Yeah, but I was... You weren't drinking, drinking beer, the, though. The whisk. But that's where I had I had a uh, adult nap time pecan <laughs> porter from uh, <laughs> oh Millstream Brewing. Um is that local? No stream? It's in Amana, Iowa. So okay. it's, it's local regional. Um, okay. But, I mean, we had the Schildbrow from yeah, there that's on what the I podcast. Ever since we had that, I'm like, I'm searching out this stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's when I was telling Ben that I was like, porters and dark beers have, in my mind, have really, or in my taste, have really changed. Um, that's when Reed was sitting next to me. He was like, porters and stouts. Right. right. Oh, right. it changed a lot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> These, yeah. I've had seven of them, and they are It's the best stout thing I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm giving this a 4.25. Nice. And it's from a growler, so that's even more impressive. It's been it's been bottled for two weeks. Yeah, it's brand. It's brand. So I'm, I'm confused because... I'm I'm getting a I'm getting let me take another sip before I say this. Let's see. I had the uh recently I had the It's a Butte uh a stout from Brewdog. It's a seasonal um what were the notes in that? Uh, pecan and toffee. Oh. And so that was interesting. Yeah, that is an um, interesting mix. But that was a stout, so it was mm-hmm. heavier. Cuz stouts are just heavier versions of porters. Kind of, right? 
I guess from my experience, it seems to be the way they are. But that's just. I mean, I don't know if that's the official thing. I but mean, it, it. I a stout's like the heaviest dark beer, right, Ben? Yeah. Usually, right. I'm sniffing this one. It smells like a brown. Hmm. <laughs> it's like when I have a it's like a like, like a brown. Like a red. <laughs> it smells like a red. Yeah, stout's uh, darkest, heaviest. Um, porters are usually. Uh, Tend to be made on a, on the sweeter side. So, also. Are, is a porter is a porter usually heavier than a brown ale or lighter? Yes. Mm. Yeah, go, from going dar- downward to be stout porter, brown ale. Brown ale. Okay. Yeah. Um, I amber brown ale is one that I still haven't really gotten into much. I I don't know if there's and a single brown ale I've I think, enjoyed. To I be think honest. it might just mm. be because I haven't really seen much. Uh, variety or like experimentation with it. Yeah, they're all just like they all have the same type of right. type mm-hmm. profile. So if I'm if I'm gonna have like a beer for the sake of beer, I'd want I want something more flavorful and, or like citrusy, like an yeah. IPA. Yeah. But um, maybe it's just because I've been hesitant to try more brown ales that I haven't gotten into. Have it. you tried the Nebraska Brewing Nut Brown Ale? That was one of the very first uh, yeah. that I yeah, that's I tried a pretty good and one. I liked that one. Uh, it's been a while since I've had it though. So, me too. I don't think I've had that in years. What was what's the infusion? Your favorite place? Um, is it? <laughs> it's like a red, white, and blue can. Is I think it's a coffee brown ale or something. Oh, the Dominican brown ale. Yeah, that one is excellent. That's probably the first one I had, and I was like, "This isn't bad," but I don't think I'd drink something like this regularly yeah Um, that's a pretty good one i think a lot of the brown ales tend to be kind of a a flavor like that where it's not super sweet you know like the dominican brown or the nut brown those Mm -hmm. are both more of like a savory yeah type of i mean the dominican has chocolate but it's not like um this rich decadent chocolate it's it's from what i remember it's heavier on the coffee flavor than chocolate that's for sure i don't remember that but i haven't had one in like four years so i don't really know but i i think a lot of i think if you're talking dark beer like the darker it gets the heavier it gets obviously but also the more that breweries tend to experiment with them Mm. so like uh porters are a good opportunity to do something sweet with it yeah um and then mm. stouts, a lot of places are like doing barrel aged stouts yeah. and stuff, and just going crazy yeah, with them. Speaking of which, yeah. I was at Heights Draft Room on uh, the first of the year, um, and I found out they do this this thing on like the last Thursday of each month called like uh, barrel and bourbon or bourbon and barrel or something, where they have a barrel aged brew hmm. and they pair that with a bourbon of the some bourbon sort? that it was oh that's in cool. the barrel yeah, yeah. that's really um, cool but i wasn't there when they were doing that mm. but i did have a, a barrel aged yeti from yeti somewhere yeti. um while reed's looking that up ben i want to know what your the great oh, right. great divide brewing company oh okay it was, it was all right i gave it a 3.25 Ooh, so. spilled grain is a nano brewery Ooh, even smaller That's than really micro. Tino. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nano is Tino. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like, I don't know if it's because my 
taste is all off or if it's because it's from a growler but there's a just a hint of like I don't want to say it's flat. It's not flat. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to say it's flat at that's, all. That's that's always my concern with a growler. Yeah. Yeah, but there's just a hint of like like something is lacking just enough, and so I don't know if it's one of those mm. two things, or if it's just not as flavorful as I was expecting it. Mm. It's really really good. I think I'm I'm probably just expecting the uh, chocolate and peanut butter flavors to be amped up a tad. A little thicker almost. Yeah. And so I think it's it's not that I don't like it. It's just that my brain had such an expectation, mm-hmm. and it's so much smoother and cleaner than that. Yeah, that I'm like, wait a minute, am I missing something? I think yeah. I think I'm 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 pleasantly surprised by how smooth it is. Yeah, like smooth isn't always the uh, um, characteristic of a porter that I think. Oh, of, for sure. But I haven't had very many. It's the smoothest porter I've ever had. And I think it might be one easily one of the best. Yeah, I I'm such a sucker for a vanilla porter mm. that I don't think I could ever top a vanilla porter. Is mm. there? But this is probably. Do the you have closest. a favorite vanilla porter? Like, is it is it Breckenridge or is that just the? Uh, it that's is the common one. Yeah, so. it is because it's easy to find and it's kind of nostalgic. Uh, John, you can always turn that off. No, I don't want to mess up when the, you're mov- moving it around. I don't want to mess up the thing though. What if the input gets all? I've done it over and over again. Oh. So, but yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna give it give it a solid four. Uh, if those flavors were just a bit mm-hmm. stronger, I'd give it a four point two five. But four is pretty darn good. Like I said, one of the better um, porters I've ever had for sure. I can't stress enough how smooth it is. Yeah, it's. I I know the last beer you and I had on the podcast wasn't a porter. Is a stout that uh, matchmaker raspberry oh, yeah. chocolate uh, stout from Empyrean, Ben. Hmm. Um, Do you still have a can of that? Didn't you say the can art was cool, or am I misremembering? I we're probably you were probably thinking of that uh, Goose Island oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we had. Sweater. I don't remember this other beer you're talking about at all. Yeah, I don't think it was a very good. I remember um, it not being great. When I was editing, yeah, it was thin. About. Yeah, it uh, was our big issue, and it was really sweet um, for what we were expecting, or I was expecting. This was last month. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rated it a two five. Interesting. Oh, Imperium <laughs> toasted that. Oops. <laughs> well, they they toast everything. <laughs> yeah. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. That's this always beer awkward. Sucks. Hey, cheers yeah. to that. <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> Speaking of these types of chocolate porters, have you tried the... This is one I want to try. I'm going to probably try it tomorrow when I'm in the office. Cross Drain has a chocolate peanut butter... or It's like a... Uh, this is another chocolate peanut butter, either a stout or a porter. I saw on their Instagram. And I've been wanting to try it. Oh, I did and, not know that. But I'm obviously out of town. I just don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have heard of it or tried it yet. I have not. I don't think I've had any local dark beers. Hmm. Um interesting except recently anyway yeah yeah um like i was in hill city over the holiday um and i had a winter warmer that was pretty dark and a milk stout yeah um 
at Minor Brewing Company up in Hill City, okay, South Dakota. Both of those were really good, but I don't know. I just when I think of like Omaha and Nebraska breweries, I always think yeah. of the IPA and yeah, and or like stuff. the lagers, like yeah, the, yeah. But mm-hmm. that's because probably because that's when I'm going out and trying them is during the summer, it's during the summer or yeah. spring or even early fall when their Oktoberfest comes yeah, out. Yeah, right. They have. That's pro- like the Oktoberfest or like a um uh an amber is probably the darkest I've gone yeah. locally. Usually, anyway. There's a. Oh. Uh, I but I guess a, I guess I could. That being some said, that being said, that Imperian. Stout is local. That's yeah. from Lincoln. So, um, there's a stout. I think it's I had a, that one and I didn't like it much. I think it's mm. a breakfast stout from uh, Monolithic. Oh, Monolithic. That's on. That's where that Saints Bar used to be, right? On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can find it. My I think it was a breakfast that stout. Place. Oh, it's so cool. I haven't been there. It's it's. I, I mean, beer's really good though. The tap room itself isn't anything crazy, Unique but it's on a little pond. Yeah. And so I actually have only been there in the fall when it was too cold, mm-hmm. kind of. But, um, they have like a patio you can sit on back there. Yeah. They got like a little patio in the mm-hmm. back. And the beers were all really good. Cool. Um, it was one of the, like, they didn't have anything, uh, that became like my favorite beer. Yeah. But I enjoyed every single thing I had. And like I said, this breakfast stout really stood out to me. I'd mm-hmm. had, a handful at that point <laughs> of other beers and yeah. so at that point it's just like oh i want to try that one and it was probably a little too much to have at that point but it was it was pretty heavy but it was really um well balanced hmm. it was like sweet and uh like not overly sweet and i don't think yeah. i'll ever find it on here but anyway shout out to local monolithic I had that, I think I sent you guys a picture. I may have tweeted it. I think I actually deleted the tweet. But I had those. Um, <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> but I had the cookie. It's like a holiday yeah. cookie oh, yeah, variety, variety pack. pack. I want to know about that. Those were awesome. The I think my favorite one was the vanilla wafer cream ale. Ooh. Jeez. And it literally tasted like you're like a liquefied vanilla wafer. I rated this oh. Moo Point breakfast stout a four seven five. I think <laughs> I think you that's two. That's a swashed rating. <laughs> also, also it was in August, and I so it was too hot to oh go. Oh my! The patio. I think God. you two would really enjoy White Elm, um, and some of their offerings because it's. Do they have some of those cream ale? Well, it's lighter lagers? it's a lot of. Oh, it was the night. <laughs> I was sorry. Sidebar: oh. I was at Monolithic this one time, day drinking. Had we. Uh, where had many a beer, yeah, and then I called out of a job I hated and went to a soccer game at Union. Was that Omaha instead? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and was just totally um, sober. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sobered up by the time he got there, and then had some water there. Nice. And yeah, and nothing else. Right. Nothing else but water and vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> water and vegetables. I was looking at the untapped. Like, why are there like seven things from Monolithic and then four at Warner Park? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah! It was a night. <laughs> okay, well, White Elm does does stuff that they experiment a lot. I've had quite okay. a few darks from um, White Elm actually. Yeah. They had, I think they did a, a coconut porter maybe one time. Maybe that I had on St. Patrick's Day a few years ago. I had a brownie batter milk stout from them. That sounds interesting. That the first one I had was good, and then after that, I was like, "This is too much." Um, but they're very flavorful. Yeah, they do a good job of uh, balancing those yeah. too. Um, Sometimes they're so 
little heavy, but right, and they're not always cheap. No, maybe never. So, like, I think you can get a four pack of pints for like twenty bucks. Jeez, uh, for some of their stuff, would you? And then it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try this for the first time and spend, spend that much. twenty bucks on sixty four ounces of beer. They're out of Lincoln, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the takeaway from this beer is that it's super smooth and easy drinking. It, I mean, it right. goes down really quick. I the, really yes, the I'm quickness with which we're drinking doesn't seem like it's a porter. Yeah, right. it's like the most sessionable porter <laughs> of all time. Yeah. You, you said four, like <laughs> four under, and it's half. under five percent. Under five percent ABV. Yeah. Was was there an IBU at all? Or? Uh oh yeah, let me just an IOU. <laughs> you do owe me. <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. Uh, Maybe eighteen, n- only eighteen, 18. IBU. Oh. Okay, that seems. I would have guessed normal. Yeah, I, I would have guessed sub twenty or sub thirty. All right, so Ooh. do we do we want to continue talking about beer or uh, should we well, dive I've, into something else? We should move on, but I have one last thing okay. I'm gonna say is the second pour seems a little stronger. Okay, and also it's getting a lot sweeter the more I drink it. Mm-hmm. It's also getting warmer. I guess that's true. I think yeah, that's a big yeah, part of it because it was pretty cold in my car. Yeah. And so I think as it warms up, it's going to release a lot more of the chocolate yeah, flavor. That sweetness is definitely starting to come out. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, even just like holding the glass and letting it warm yeah. up a little bit. Like. Yeah. I definitely get the aftertaste of chocolate more too. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. So Good speaking job, of, uh, Speaking of points. Speaking of points and liking it. <laughs> <laughs> speaking uh, of trying new here's, beers. Here's a scoreboard update. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So this episode is coming out after the new year, not quite in January, but we're still New Year-ish vibes here. Right. In February. We're re- we're recording it the first week of we're recording 2023, f- yeah. and so and and it's our anniversary episode. True, so. it is our anniversary episode. So we kind of want to do a little bit of reflection on our past year as individual artists, and also kind of want to talk about maybe what we want to achieve in the next year, what we want to delve into, or. Um, or new mediums we want to dive into or anything like that. So I think that could be kind of fun and maybe even inspiring if you're an artist listening to try something new or try to push yourself out there into new Mm -hmm. mediums this year. So does anybody want to volunteer first to have something pressing on their mind they want to talk about? Well, I think, um, what, what's so funny? Nothing. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because at the same time we both went, Uh, oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I guess, First, I just want to say thank you to both of you for continuing this with me. Um, it's been a pleasure. And yep. with that said, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can't steal my announcement. I'm just kidding. I don't want to thank you. Okay. <laughs> with that said, um, no, yeah, it's. I've had a lot of fun doing this and trying a lot of new beer that I probably, yeah. I I probably would have tried. <laughs> at some point well you but can like, lie for the make a nice um, point <laughs> but i i would not i don't think i would talk about it in yeah. this way and i i've certainly found a new appreciation for this craft um that i may not have gotten into in the same way without this yeah. podcast um and i've learned a lot about myself as an artist so that's good that's awesome yeah, I think uh, as far as looking back, you know, it's really hard. John and I kind of had a little uh, insight on Twitter about g- 
growth and setting goals and stuff. And we'll talk about that more in a moment. But it made me think about um, how we measure like growth throughout a year. And for anyone familiar with Exarbing Creative and or Studio 62, we focused on growth as a theme a couple times this year. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a recurring theme. And when I get to the end of a year like this, I'm kind of just like, oh, I didn't get anything done I wanted to. I failed in all these areas. Focus on the negatives. Focus on the negatives, exactly. Well, that's just how I am to myself. I'm very hard on myself. But then when I look back, like when I was writing our little email for the newsletter for the month, I was like, wow, we did some pretty damn cool things. And even if it's only a handful of things, that's a handful of things we did that we didn't do before. Right. Yeah. So I'm very... Again, I'm I'm genuinely shocked <laughs> that we're at a year of this <laughs> podcast, and not because it's not great, yeah, and not because it's not an awesome product. It obviously is, but just because. So why aren't you listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we've struggled to get things done before. Mm-hmm. We've kind of we have a lot of different passions and interests, and we all have different lives. And so, to be able to actually make it a year is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, I also think though, if we're talking about growth from the mindset of like creatives. You know, it's hard for me specifically to focus on my own creative growth because everything I do is about helping others with yeah. their creative yeah. growth. Like my whole mindset is creating a space for other people to create. Yeah. So when I think about like my own creativity, it's like, well, I don't really care that much. But at the same time, it's like I can look, you know, behind us here in the studio and see some things I put together this year. Some great things. Yeah. I did some really good creative work for design clients. There's a lot I want to do. John's looking at all my scene. work right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Ben, you did great. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. But I think it was a good year of growth. I think yeah. all of us kind of had, mm-hmm. you know, like the year before was kind of a year for like experimentation. Right. We experimented with different art forms and music. We experimented with running a little gallery. We experimented with a lot of things and kind of like tried to see what sticks. And then I think this past year was a lot of growth within those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like nothing feels perfect, but if you're striving for perfection, you're just going to be disappointed. You're never going to finish. You're right. never going to get there. So right. to be able to look back and see, okay, it might not be perfect, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot to say about um, the last year, well, especially with well the podcast. Festivus was last month, so you can air your <laughs> Festi- grievances later <laughs> yeah. this year. Festivus for the um. rest of us. Um no, I had, like I said, it is pretty crazy to make it a year on the podcast. And I'm just very thankful because it kind of gives you, a, gives me a bridge to, I mean, talk to you guys at least once a month, mm-hmm. especially moving around. Like, um, I mean, even a year ago, like I, me and Ben like knew each other, but we weren't like the closest of friends. And I feel like over the last year, the podcast helps a lot and just being more active at AC. We've grown in our friendship, me and mm-hmm. Reed. I mean, I've become better friends with everybody here. John and I went to soccer games together without... The Without the do- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just so much has 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 happened because of this podcast, and I think that's that's the true measure of success. <laughs> you know, it's like as corny as it is, like it really it really has made a very positive impact on my life, and I hope it's made some sort of positive impact on at least one other person's life that that's listening or anything like that. From talking about sharing our work to talking about the process, like we've covered some really great topics for for artists and even people who don't dabble in art but maybe want to start because mm-hmm. they listened to something mm-hmm. and they thought that maybe they they could relate to it i don't know we've done a lot of great stuff and i'm really proud of of everything that we've done and um 
I don't know. I'm excited for the next year and just continue making cool, cool stuff. But I really appreciate it. Well, so, uh, well, we should also point out John is in studio today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I been a while here. since yeah. this is, uh, I'm in town for a bit here in January. Been here in person. Yep. Um, Till uh, 5 o'clock tonight. So <laughs> got here at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> on his private jet. You can <laughs> guess when we're drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I also I also forget sometimes. Like, so we have not been doing any of this at all for money yet. Yeah. Or really for anything other than just to do it. Yeah. We haven't pushed it all that hard, promotion wise. And we haven't really cared that much about how many people listen to it. We're curious. Right. Yeah. But we're we're not like slaves to it, you know. Yeah. So it's really nice to just kind of have the freedom to create within this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's also nice to know that there have been quite a few people who have come up to me on First Fridays and talked about the podcast. It's so cool. Yeah. And every time I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> Heard me being an idiot on <laughs> what, the podcast, podcast. Did you? Yeah. But in reality, it's pretty cool to think that there are people who listen to this, whether it's on a regular basis or otherwise, mm-hmm. and enjoy it and take the time to actually follow along. So while I do hope that that listener base grows, obviously that's the goal, Yeah, I do want to thank those who have listened so far. Yeah. I mean, life's busy, and to have an hour of your time or even 20 minutes of your time if you don't get through a full episode or, you know to just listen to us talk about beer and art, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's a real, um, it's a real treat to be a part of that and maybe part of your morning commute if you drive on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who would have like thought that? Cool. that people care about what we have to say? Well, they don't. Um, well, <laughs> in, in regards to these subjects. Yeah, it's cool. And it's just, I hope that we were able to spark some discussion between, I don't know, spark some discussion or, or curiosity in your own lives. It's, a real blessing to be able to do this can i share the other few highlights that i put in the newsletter yeah for absolutely. our listeners so one of them was of course launching this podcast uh i believe this episode will be what 16 or 17 when it comes out 15 comes out tomorrow it should be 17 yeah if 15, we yeah. stay on schedule so that's pretty cool um, that's crazy we also launched a zine this year mm-hmm. we had two issues we're gonna try to at oh, least yeah. do two issues a year of the untitled zine um, so that's pretty cool. Reed is the editor of that and has done a really good job of Fantastic putting together job, yeah. those two Thank issues. You. They're only $5. You can find them on our website, com slash shop. Yep. $5 for the, a zine. We have two issues, like I said, and they're both packed with, you know, visual art and, uh, reviews from Jared Charles, uh, film re- critic, film mm-hmm. reviewer, um, Artist spotlights. There's a nice little piece. It's a lot of content for the money. There's quite a bit of content packed in there. Um, So that's pretty cool. We also, um, so Studio 62 had nine exhibitions this year. We had a couple other little pop-up events, but we had nine exhibitions featuring 11 different artists. So that was pretty cool. Um, There was some really interesting work being presented. And more importantly, there's a lot of awesome connections being made in that space so i'm very proud of that um and then here at ac within trudy's we had five art displays on that uh wall out there by four different artists um but that leads me to the probably the biggest highlight is opening this new studio here about a year ago well not quite a year no that was like february march but yeah our first we we moved in in february 
Yeah. First public event was May. Yeah, so, so that was a pretty big deal, opening a yeah. new studio that's two or three times the size of our <laughs> other one and kind of committing to having a a space to create. And we've had a variety of people other than just ourselves in here work with us before uh, and utilize the space. We've had uh, somebody put on a uh, an event here, an NFT uh, onboarding event one time. Yeah. Um, we've had... Some little gatherings. We're having a big holiday party tomorrow here. Yeah, it's been a night, a good space for people to just kind of. Tomorrow come in. is t- as in uh, time of recording. A month ago when you're listening to yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty big, and I'm pretty happy that we've been able to do that. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings a whole nother level of uh, legitimacy to what we're trying to do, and I think helps put us in a space where we can. Both a physical space and also like a mental space where we can kind of commit to like, you know, pursuing our creative passions. Yeah. When you think in the short term, um, I think a lot of stuff is missed on what you accomplish. We do such a good, we do, we, a lot, the majority of time you said like a year long goal and mm-hmm. that's what you think of. But when you reflect back, you're like, oh, I haven't done anything in the last two months. But like, look back, go far, go back farther. Treat yeah. your successes as you do your goals and look back the whole year and you're going to see you've done a lot more than you think. Yeah. And I think that is very, a very important note for anybody who's trying to do any sort of self-improvement or anything like that. Like, give yourself some props because you've probably accomplished a lot more than you think you have mm-hmm. yeah. if you just take your time frame yeah, and look back like farther. I specifically on this point, I was talking to another artist, um, couple months ago about how we've looked back on this year and we've both felt like we hadn't done enough um but then I was like I was really thinking about it and I was like well I've had I've been a part of like three or four shows yeah mm-hmm. um and it's like three or four more than a lot of artists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And but yes, you have the privilege of, you know, co-running a space. Yeah. But still, you did the work for it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, well, that's that's the other thing is, like, even though I was a part of those four shows, I was still like, oh, that's not enough. The work's not big enough. Or <laughs> it's It was not enough people saw it or I didn't sell enough work or whatever. But it's like, well, I still... I participated in more than I had the previous year. Um, yeah, yeah. And like Ben mentioned, um, with running the Studio 62 Gallery, we made a lot of connections that mm-hmm. I would not have made without that. So That's an interesting... Like that, uh, this specific artist I was talking to, I would not know this artist <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if I wasn't part, uh, involved in this... Uh, venture of ours another takeaway that i keep forgetting to uh you know be honest with myself about is um people have expressed that studio 62 is a very like important place yeah because it gives artists um sort of a diy space to show their work that has a lot more uh I guess freedom to it than some other venues and flexibility and flexibility. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's very affordable and it's a great opportunity to be part of a first Friday event. And so a lot of people have kind of expressed like without that space, they wouldn't have been able to make 
connections as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's not just the connections we made, but it's the connections that we helped other people in our community make. That's cool. And I think that's a pretty big thing to celebrate. Um, but it's also, it's challenging because, you know, a space like that is, so it's meant to give people a platform, right? It's meant to give people an opportunity to share their work. But then it's challenging because, you know, we don't know the best way to maybe promote those shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're only on, a you know, first Fridays generally. We tried we tried having um, closing receptions, but those aren't yeah. very popular. A couple of them did okay. A couple of them did all right. But um, it, it, so the, the challenge that I'm trying to get at is it's a slow process of building community and building sort of expectation there. So this is the second year the studio has been operating and a lot of people Mm -hmm. still had never even heard of it before. Right. And so the, the only regret I have, and there's nothing I could even do about it is some of those incredible, incredible shows just didn't get seen by as many people as I'd hoped. Mm -hmm. Even if they had 150 people come through can you imagine if we had been doing everything at the top of our game and it was 300 people that came through? You know, like, yeah. so there's some really cool shows that uh, maybe we can work with those people again. Not do the exact same show, of course, but uh, the more that people be kind of become aware of that space, the yeah. more it'll grow. True. Which I guess is a, a uh, goal for this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about goals? <laughs> we can talk about goals or talk about any areas that we think about like just improving um, our own artwork or um, I really want to know what you guys, if you have any ideas of like, I kind of texted this earlier, but just like new areas you want to move into or experiment with, or if you have anything, if you haven't thought of that, about that yet, that's okay. But I was curious if you had given any thought to that for this year, either of you two. Well, I do have a, I, I wouldn't call It's not like a fleshed out goal, mm-hmm. but it, um, it's an area of focus for this year. Um, I would like to be more intentional about creating work for others. Okay. Uh, whether that's commissions or um, maybe public art um, yeah. or even gifts. Like just uh, kind of take more from uh, The Practice by Seth Godin. And be more generous with my skill set as opposed to just focusing on creating something just because I want to create something. Yeah. Um, really honing on the generous right. act side of it. But that being said, like, you, anybody can create something for themselves and somebody else can view it and get something out of it. Yeah. So even if the intention, like the... um the conscious intention isn't um, to be generous. There's still a way to do that without um, it being the overall focus. But yes, I would like to make a point to make more work for others in this next year. I would would guess that by doing that, it'll also allow you to be more free with making work for yourself as a result of that. Mm -hmm. I think... I really think that when I look at your your practice, you're in a position to really like elevate just that, your practice. Like I think you've figured out kind of a way to 
uh, structure your work in a certain way. And so the next step, I think, is going to be just like putting in that time that gets to the point where it doesn't feel like any effort. You know, you're just like constantly creating and creating and creating. And then regardless of the avenue that those works, you know, take after that, I think it'll get you in your rhythm where it'll be easier to just be like, this is something I made. Right. Instead of, you know, like, well... I don't know. It's, I meant to do this, and then it's this other piece, and it kind of goes with this, yeah. and that's all fine too. But I think it'll just make your flow right. a lot better. I have already done two commissioned works this year. Right on. I mean, they were not a large scale, but <laughs> it's like Ben was like, uh-huh. "Yeah, it was me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were uh, just post-it note drawings um, that I just decided here you can have this, but you have to pay me for it. <laughs> um, no, they were. They were mixed media pieces. Cool. Um, similar to my In the Moment series from March and April of last year. But um, but yeah, it's cool that people wanted that work. Yeah, that's, that's got to feel good. They wanted something of mine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that just that's cool. That is cool. Um, so yeah, I guess... I want to make more work for others and be less of a perfectionist. That's a good... I think the so less of a perfectionist is something that if, if everyone in this room could... Yeah. I mean, I think we all... any of our listeners that. have any advice on how not to be a perfectionist... Send it our way. Or how to do... How to be creative as a perfectionist. Hmm. <laughs> um, Sounds like a book. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll... Write one one day. I'll talk to a bunch of artists and we'll there you go. We'll write a book together. It's yeah. a good idea. All right, there. That's that's my goal for this next year. Is write a book. It's a that's a fun one. Good goal. <laughs> Just I, for myself though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna share it. <laughs> yeah. That that's not the artwork that I want right. to share. <laughs> that's separate. The <laughs> visuals. I'll, I want to be generous with the visuals, but not my mind. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this you, recording. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> Digging a hole there, Reed. Oh boy. Well, I think. Um, Give me another beer. One of my. It's almost time for a refill. I think one of my goals is very similar to yours. Um, I guess I'll preface by saying that um, I'm trying to focus in on more of a specific, a few more specific things. Um, yeah, you need more more things. Well, I'm saying you're less. Nar- you're I'm narrowing, narrowing it down. down. Yes, okay. I'm trying to That's have less things. I s- good. So you know, I mentioned earlier, like two years ago, it was kind of like experimentation, mm-hmm. and I did paintings and made some weird things and bunch of strange work that had not much of an effect. Uh, <laughs> I was just kind of like, well, that was fun, but you know, I'm not like a painter now, right? Yeah. Um. And so, as I've kind of, this last year, I really haven't done much as far as visual art. Mm. Um, I did some pretty good graphic design work, had a really big client, I'm very proud of that. Um, so, one goal is to to have another one big project per year, really, graphic design-wise. Um, and now that I will have a different source of income uh, that'll be quite significant, I don't have to, like, yeah. stress about that so much. It's I not think your only help. Yeah. hope, yeah. 
Uh, so that'll be nice. And the other thing I'm going to focus in on is photography. I really, really enjoy photography, and I have not given it the chance it deserves. Um, I've spent so much time trying to uh, basically get myself in position to just like have a film camera with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've done it. I've failed. I've done a terrible <laughs> job of that. Um, so I shoot on 35 millimeter film, and I have a couple different film cameras that I use. Um, and for a while there, I was really good about like if I traveled, I would bring it with me, which is a pain in the butt because you yeah. got you can't take film through the security thing in the airport. You have to have Does a it hand get ruined? check. Yeah, it'll expose yeah. it. Mm. So they have to check it by hand, and then that takes forever. Yeah, but it's I've always been like, well, that's worth it because I'll get cool photos elsewhere. This this isn't this might get us off topic, but oh, wonderful! I can wait if it's no, <laughs> no, if it's relevant. Um, well, I mean it's. A specific question for okay. so if you expose your film can you not take can you not use it to take pictures or is it just will it ruin those pictures that you take like can it's once it's once it goes through that whatever like can you load exposed film into a camera yeah. and get some can sort it of be used in it? any way or is it just it's done for I'm under the impression that it's done for. Okay. Done for. If it's just it's probably just all white. You can't. Yeah. If it hasn't been used, it'll just be wiped out, and if it has, it'll be wiped out. Gotcha. Okay. That that's what I was made to understand when I researched this. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I was just yeah. like wondering if there's a project in there where. Oh yeah. You're shooting on exposed film or something. I mean, maybe I haven't looked into it that much, but. Time to fly. Throw yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like film's expensive and I don't yeah. right, right. want to yeah. waste anything. <laughs> for something something you would need to know and then like get a grant for. Yes, exactly. But I mean, and that's another part of the challenge is I want to shoot more film. It's not very financially <laughs> wise. Um, yes, because art usually is. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I think I'd mentioned this to Reed like within the past month. I said... So, or maybe it was Ross even, I don't know, but I had got some film developed recently and I said something like, you know, every roll of film I developed, there's maybe one or two good photos on there. Mm. And I mean really Like really good. keepers. Yeah, like really like worth printing and yeah. selling. Yeah. Then, then there's maybe five that are like, these are really good, maybe I'll post them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And there's like one that's like, this is great because of who's in it and they think it's cool. Yeah. And then the rest are just like, why did I pick? Kinda Why does. did I take four pictures of the same uh-huh. lake? Yeah, that's not even like interesting. <laughs> so it's hard. Why is to Lake Zarinsky on here four times? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hard to balance too of that. Like I want to just be in the moment and photograph what I want to photograph. Yeah, but that that is photography. Oh, for sure. Like I think I, mean, I just that, that's just that's creativity in yeah. general. Is not everything's gonna pay off. Oh, for sure. In the way yeah. you are hoping that it will. I just um, I don't know the balance so, between yeah. being more deliberate or less deliberate. You know? Mm-hmm. Like some of my best things were not all that deliberate. Like the Benson photo that I've gotten paid for a few times even, like the most popular thing I've ever made. It looks so cool. That. I should. Yeah. It looks so cool because it's a light leak. It was an error <laughs> in processing mm-hmm. the film. So I had I it was just a picture of Benson that came out. Your camera yeah. does take good photos. <laughs> yeah. It's not the photographer, it's the camera. <laughs> right. So like but then like that photo next to it, that was obviously very deliberate. I'm like, okay, the Looks neon cool, signs yeah. are cool. Yeah. But then there's yeah. some that are are not deliberate at all. It's just capturing a moment and those are the best ones. I just yeah. I always go back to 
uh, Britta Perry from Community. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. Documenting the pillow fight. So yep. funny. Um, and like whenever somebody's talking about their photography process, I think about that and like you never you're capturing what you're hoping not to. Right. Or, or whatever. <laughs> it, or it's like the best the best content comes from an accident basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it happens all the time, yeah. even in like producing like you're 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 changing an effect or you and you hit the wrong knob and you're like whoa wait, <laughs> right. wait hold on <laughs> yeah why does that sound okay how do i do that again hey, I'll do that again do that again what what did i just bump like <laughs> 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 like a lot of the stuff what does this button do yeah literally it's just like what is what's why are there eight knobs here what, what if you do this combination of them mm-hmm. like it's just it's all just random and i think there's some 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 sort of like beauty in that yeah well like when we were having our our jam sesh (laughs) months ago um ross and ben were using the synthesizer or something they're just like doing random stuff to make make a noise that Mm -hmm. is uh i don't know what audible i guess yeah i mean yeah and then it's like the whoever's on the instruments just like how do we fit this into what yeah. we're doing <laughs> i think there's a good message in there about one just trying new things this year like if the best stuff comes from not really knowing how you do it then you might as well do something you don't know how to right. do because yeah. yeah. you might make something really good and you might mm-hmm. or or you might not and that's fine but you might as well try and you might as mm-hmm. well put yeah. yourself out there be curious and learn something be curious and learn something always yeah i think um there's a a little philosophical thing I live by in my life that I think relates to this perfectly. Um, so can, you can shut it off. In uh, so I practice Buddhism, and in Buddhism, one of the main ideas, one of like the first things you'll learn. Do you ever play Buddhism? No, I just practice. Okay, I'm not very good. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, Chuck. It even made Ross laugh. <laughs> and uh, anyway, there's this idea. Ooh, another studio guest. There's this uh, too. There's this idea that um, attachment is what leads to pain, and so if you have attachment in your creative process, you're you're focused on that outcome, mm-hmm. and if you're so focused on the outcome you're not really there for the process. And so we've talked before about how like surrendering to the process is like the most important thing you could do. Yeah. John is really very carefully evening just, out these just glasses. Just dump it. <laughs> dump it. <laughs> just smash the growler when you're done. That's the Yeah, those aren't reusable. Traditional. <laughs> <laughs> They're single-use crowders. <laughs> <laughs> All this single-use glass out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, John, do you have anything specific that mm. you are hoping to work on? This That's year? not how this works. I ask you guys questions. I just get to sit here and drink beer. I, the, if the He's answer's no, then the answer's no. No, I want to delve into some. I kind of want to do that this year, but then I ended up not doing it for other reasons. But I kind of want to mm-hmm. delve into some sort of like... <laughs> some other sort of like lyric stuff or um some songwriting things like that hi big binky hi big binky <laughs> got the studio dog in the studio 
Lena. Um, but other than that, I don't really. I'm always trying to, I don't know, branch out music and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, but I do want to start doing some sort of lyric stuff for songwriting, or and whether it's me or someone else, I think that'd be kind of cool. Just see, because you listen to an instrumental of a song, and then you listen to it with lyrics, and they're two yeah. obviously two totally separate things. And I'm well, curious I mean, what my kind of production would sound y- like. Yeah, with your your output is great already, and I appreciate that. I'd Thank you. Are you thinking somebody else would sing it? Either no. one, either myself or Don't someone. Yeah, you've you know, been. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got 99 problems, all right? <laughs> but <Yeah>. banana. <laughs> I got 99 bananas, and I can't have none because I'm allergic to bananas. I'm allergic to bananas. Check out the hit TikTok on, <laughs> on AC underscore one. Gosh. Ooh, it well, is hot in here. It is getting hot in here. Um, I'm okay with... <laughs> I kind of like what we've discussed, and I'm okay with kind of putting a bow on it. Did we get an hour? Are. Yeah, we're coming up on an hour. I think we've had some really cool. good discussion. I hope that we've had some, I don't know. Again, we just want to thank you for being here for this last year. And if it's your first time listening, then we're excited to have you for this next year. But um, Yes, hopefully we did well enough to keep you around yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, any closing remarks? Um, no. No, okay. I, was, I was just going <laughs> to say we also have, we have a lot of uh, All right. guest episodes planned for this coming year. So Yeah. Check those yes. out. If you're yes, we're planning to have a lot of guest we're hoping. episodes. <laughs> and if, you, if you're interested in being a guest to c- talk about your craft or your art, uh, let us know. Yeah. Reach out. Where can you reach out to us at? Well, they could go to at arts and crafts pod. Arts crafts pod. Sorry, arts crafts pod. Why don't Reed tell them where they could go? <laughs> at arts crafts pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or send us an email, podcasts at com. Or you can send me an email directly, read at com. Wonderful. All right. Love that. Or hit us up on uh, MySpace. Happy New Year, everybody. No, don't, Even though don't it's a month hit late. us up on MySpace. <laughs> I don't know who would be there to manage that. Hit account. stop. 